Bones are amazing things. They hold us up. They support us. They make us strong. But bones have other uses. In the past, bones were thrown by diviners, seeking out the mysteries of the future. Now the bones are cubes, made of plastic or resin. But they still reveal things to us. As they fall from our fingers and rattle across the table, the story becomes clear. Welcome to Bone Thrower's Theater, an RPG actual play podcast. And welcome back to Bone Thrower's Theater. My name is Jordan, and I am very excited to see how the cliffhanger from our last session will resolve itself. Yes, this is uh, Johnny. I'm playing Joris Glaive. I'm Jeff, and I'm playing Demetrius Throw a Knife in the Throat. Norden. I'm Aaron, and I'm playing Brother Benedict. And I'm Jeremy playing Grayson. Why did you do that, Demetrius Digby? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, you guys, have, you're in a sticky situation in the uh, undermarket. <clears throat> it's a sticky wicket. It's a sticky wicket, yeah, to use a very British turn of phrase. <laughs> as far as I can remember from last time, there was a group of cultists that have been stirring things up, and they really got under the skin of Demetrius. Yeah. What did you do because they were going to smash a clock? Not just no, any they, clock. No, they did smash they sm- my first journeyman clock. Yeah. And so I threw a knife into the lady's throat. <laughs> Twice. Mm. Nearly killed her. Yeah. It's a shame she didn't die. And you were trying to resolve the situation peacefully, if I remember correctly, well, Grayson. I was more... This one. Reacting, he was, he was reacting. responding to my reaction. As soon as the clock came out, Grayson... Shifted his eyes right to Demetrius because he's like, oh, no, here it comes. So Grayson was sort of ready to try and handle the this, this situation because they, they had a lot of guards. They yeah. had a lot of mm-hmm. weaponry, it looked like. So it's like, uh, we got to try and do this without dying. So Grayson was already thinking of how to take out the threats that were in front of him. And then when the clock came out, sort of stepped up the timetable. <laughs> So Grayson had to make some people fall asleep. Really sucks when people go against what you believe, isn't it? Yes, it does. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have something you want to share, Joris? All for the queen. All for the queen. Now, Benedict, it seems like there's a lot of people in this crowd that have that have surrounded to hear what the cultists have to say. It's feeling a little like pressed in, doesn't it? A little bit. It's not. It's not comfortable by any means. Right. How do you feel about these? This action that Demetrius just took. I mean, you want to protect people and everything like that, even if they might have backwards beliefs, right? Yes, but Benedict has been learning a little bit over the past few uh, sessions. So while there can be good people with wrong beliefs, there can also be. Bad people with right beliefs and doesn't necessarily <laughs> fault Demetrius for this 100%. Still, it's not, doesn't sit comfortably with Benedict, but not to the point where he is that concerned about it. Yeah, yeah. Broken hearted. He's not. Yeah, she didn't die. She's just <laughs> bleeding a lot. <laughs> she was what? Mortally wounded. Yeah. Like I said, she's bleeding a lot. She's not dead yet. She's not, not dead, dead yet. yet. So now that we've had the obligatory reference, we're going to go ahead and talk about how you guys are going to get out of this crowd. 
because this idea of stabbing somebody in the throat in what seems to be a fairly sympathetic Round. large group of people probably wasn't the best choice to it's make. Been a rough week. <laughs> I can understand that you had some frustration that you needed to take out. Forcibly taken from the master's funeral. Everybody forgetting you. Crazy, very ghost things trying to destroy your mind. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Your store under guard. Yeah, my store is under guard after being almost burnt down. Your secrets have nearly been discovered, Grayson. You had to use your magic in front of people on more than one occasion, and it's been close some of, some of those times. Hey, Grayson's feeling pretty confident about that. Yeah, I'm glad for Grayson. And poor Benedict has had his whole like core shaken by watching somebody just turn into a monster. Benedict's been up and down a lot. Yeah. Up and down a lot. We wanted to talk to this lady in the first place, didn't we? Sort of. You were down in the undermarket. about her. Yeah, you were down in the undermarket to check on the status of the weaponry. Mm -hmm. And that had come across pretty nicely. Uh, So the crowd is, you're looking around, and it really does seem like they're becoming very agitated with this whole situation. Uh, They were expecting to hear how the Bayvanshee were going to bring them good things. And instead what they see is some ignoramuses messing up the holy woman. How dare you? <laughs> and the crowd is definitely turning from a crowd into a mob. It doesn't seem like it's going to end well. In fact, you start hearing murmurs behind you. You start feeling some jostles on your shoulders. And and it just seems like things are not going to go well. And so to resolve this in a less beat their face in kind of manner, we're going to go ahead and say that we're uh, going to do what's called a skills challenge. And this is something that I stole from Dungeons and Dragons 4th Edition, um, which was a very skill-heavy game. So I thought it would work well in this situation. Just to explain the rules, the players get to choose a skill that they want to use and roll against the target number. And I'll tell you that in a minute. The same skill cannot by, be used by two consecutive players. Each skill can be used once per player. So say, for example, if you want to knock someone down with your staff, Benedict, you can do that once, but then you would have to find something else to do. If you knock someone down with a staff, well, then Grayson wouldn't be able to use a, a staff to, to hit somebody. But if you, <laughs> oh, no. I can't use so a staff. Horrible. The idea of Grayson hitting anyone. <laughs> <laughs> Turn it on its head. Grayson, if you wanted to try and uh, sneak past somebody, then in that instance, if Benedict was coming next, Benedict would not be able to sneak past somebody. <laughs> no. he'd, he'd have to do something else. He'd have to tried it. <laughs> I'm chasing horses through the streets. You went that way. <laughs> that, that lays out the rules a little bit. To succeed at the skill challenge... Uh, we're going to need to pa- have five successful rolls against the target number. And if you need to, you can go ahead and use hero points and character points as normal. As a reminder, if you spend a character point, that means that I get an aggravation die that I can use against you later on. To fail the challenge, three failures. So the margins are, are a little difficult to pass. The target number is 16. Which is difficult. It is it's difficult. On the range. It's the, it's the lowest number in the difficult range. It's yeah. 
it can be done, but you have to roll pretty well a lot of times mm -hmm. to get that high. We're going to go ahead and roll initiative. So everybody grab your dice and roll agility. Ha! <laughs> Here we go. It's respectable. No, it's not. Mine's respectable. I got an 11. I got a 13. I forget. The wild day... No. Okay. no. Oh, it, it doesn't. No. We're, okay. We're just doing a straight up number. <laughs> okay, I was about to say because. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's still not great. <laughs> All right. Yes, Johnny, you three got is better than one. You got three. <laughs> you got three <laughs> on three dice. <laughs> this is Jeff, be you got so awesome. 11. I got eleven. You got thirteen. I got thirteen. And I got twelve. Uh, Only because we're not doing the wild die. I'm looking forward to this. <laughs> Good news is Johnny, we are separated. Which means if you wanted to use magic, you can't. <laughs> I'm going to need to change my dice. <laughs> All right, Aaron, you go first. What do you want to do? to? So the, the goal is, like I said, um, you're facing a crowd of angry cultist supporters, and so you need to get past them safely. We are in a group still, right? We yes. are. And so is... the crowd has been able to identify us as a group? Yeah, because we—that's—I I thought we were pretty close to each other. At well, the I mean, where, we were like you had all gathered in like the center square. Yeah, to with, hear the, with Adrian. Yeah, and Adrian was there too. As a non-player character, he's not gonna. Yeah, he's, he's factoring not. to this. So I mean, we were we were pretty close together, and I mean, we were close together. Yeah. I just didn't know from two knives being thrown if they were just like, oh, it's them, and not just it's him. him. It was him. It was <laughs> him. At, at, the very, at, at the most, Demetrius is, is definitely the most visible. As we all turned and tripped Demetrius and run off. <laughs> that is an option. <laughs> yeah, it is. So, Benedict, you get to go ahead and choose what you're going to do. So, Benedict's actually going to because he knows that we are a group. And <laughs> he's going to actually start swinging his staff in a clockwise-ish fashion in an attempt to push everyone away. Yeah. Well, give us some room. Okay. So we have some some breathing room. Now, that is your staff action. That is my staff so action. So you can't use your staff again. If you... That's fine. Okay. <laughs> uh -oh. oh. Nine. Fourteen. Fourteen. <laughs> uh, All right. Our, our first hero point has been See, I told you, this is not as easy on, as it. On six nine, it's not as 14. easy as it's. All right, you guys are all retired. <laughs> <laughs> all right, who's next? Uh, that would be Grayson. Grayson, what would you like to do? Um, hmm. Vanish. <laughs> How many of the guards? Oh, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait. If I remember correctly, when we were getting ready to enter combat, I rolled less. You did? Yeah. Yeah, so yeah, that gives you a plus good. two to whatever you had rolled before. Was that a so you, 16? You 16. So you give it back a share. Should I be that nice and let it carry over? I'm it, it's within an hour. An hour. Okay. It is an hour. An hour and two months of real <laughs> Hey, real time doesn't count in game. <laughs> okay, all right. All right, fine. Yes! You did, yes, you did call yeah. bless. Well, you this did. looks like we're gonna have trouble. Bless. <laughs> <laughs> Yay! Alright, you were gonna ask me a question, Grayson. So, I'm going to cast sleep on two guards and the. What's her name? The, the woman Lovelace, that got stabbed. Right? Yes. 
And what's the target number for sleep? Well, okay, yeah. The target number is 10 plus the resist roll. We're going to go ahead and half the target number to 8 and say that it's 18. But we're just so, going to make it easy and say that. So I got to roll in 18. 16. Back to the original target number with 6 die. See a 10. 13. It's 13. I can't bless you. Four, no, 14 plus 2 is 16. Oh, I have 60 plus 2. Okay. So it's 16. All right. So you hit the target number right on the nose. Yay. <laughs> so you guys, you immediately cast sleep on the remaining people in the official cult group. Yes. The Iberian guards and also the cultists. They're asleep. But still, you have this crowd to deal with, and now they can definitely tell that something is up with this group of people. One has just thrown a knife. Two knives. <laughs> One of them is, like, starting to wave a stick around. And then... and then, So, like, you, you guys are drawing more and more attention to yourselves as you're going along. I would argue that casting sleep on that group doesn't draw any more attention to... Not not those two things, but the actions yeah, of these yeah, guys yeah. definitely okay. do. Well, yeah, yeah. So, but we have we have two two successes now. Right, ready to go. Demetrius. Demetrius, I am going to use my athletics to move to a safer position. Okay, dodge through the people and everything, trying to get towards the exit. I thought he was going to do backflips over top of them. We'll let him <laughs> if he makes the success. We'll let him narrate that. It's not bad. Not, yeah, he that's eighteen. <laughs> 18 plus the bless, 20. All right, so you guys, you have... We're over halfway there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> Maybe I should have made this harder. <laughs> I'm going to see that uh, Brother Benedict started clearing people out of the way, and there was an opening, and I sort of, like, lunged through there towards an area behind the crowd, because I know I can't fight very well. Okay. Despite being a And I know that, that everyone's eye would be drawn towards me. Because you're the, yeah. Okay, fair enough. Mm. Can we do, like, simple actions? It's just, like, talking to each other. Yeah, talking to each other and everything like that, perfectly fine. You don't have to roll for for that. What do you you look like? What what do I look like? Like, what is your build? Oh, I'm built like a soldier. That's very clear. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) No, okay. (laughs) Let's see, I am... I wait. I'm uh, 6'2", wait, 190... Muscular. Okay, yeah. Okay, Grayson is going to shout out to Joris. Grab Lovelace! Okay. okay. Well, for my action, what I'm going to do... Is, what are the acoustics like in this cavern? It's a very crowded cavern. A rather wide space. Mm-hmm. But, so, because of all the people that are talking in here <laughs> and everything like that, you can't really hear a lot of individual noises bouncing around. It gets very muddy. It's like think of a okay. bad, a badly set up concert hall in the middle of a heavy metal concert. <laughs> Not that bad. Okay, but how's like, that bad? <laughs> it, is, it gets. It's but, okay, okay. but yeah, I guess the idea. Okay, so it, it is echoey. Very echoey. Okay. Um, but again, the the uh, amount of people in the room are cutting down on the acoustic variants. Yes. All right. So this is what I want to do: use my falconry skill to give a sharp cry, like a falcon's cry. Okay. Try to just disorient people. This the sharp, shrill, the, like this like, noise. What like, the what the is heck? going on? Yeah. Okay, you know, sounds good. So you're just going to ignore what he says and oh, this this second, yes. Yeah. Okay. 
I gotta get this. Oh, set. my gosh. <laughs> wow. Hey, you still got it. You still, yeah, got, still it. got it, but still. That's 15 and 21 plus 2. All right, fantastic. So you succeed without any problems. You have one success left that you need. And we're back to Brother Benedict. Are you grabbing Lovelace? No. Not that moment. I did not. If you want to, that would be your last success. And you do have a better might than I do. I'm going to grab Lovelace and toss over my shoulders in a fireman's carry. Okay. She's bleeding all over me. 15 plus Plus 2, 17. Nice! (laughs) All right, so you grab Lovelace. Thank you, bless. Yes. (laughs) And you're all, like, making your way through the tunnel. Now, where are you going to go... Like, now that you've gotten past the crowd, what do you want to do? Throw her into the barrier. (laughs) (laughs) No evidence. (laughs) Hey. Plus, we can see if it's tuned to people. I mean, we can actually see if anyone can pass through this barrier. (laughs) We have an instant way to get rid of bodies. (laughs) See what you've done, Jordan. <laughs> what time of day was it when you guys went down there? It was, it was like midday. So we went in the morning. Yeah, we I remember went down that. in the morning, but um, but we've been down there for a while. But we're coming up in the, the cemetery, so yes. I mean, obviously, probably, unless there's a funeral going on, it's not going to be very crowded. No, no, no. But if you want to take her all the way through town to, that was a joke. <laughs> oh, okay, <laughs> that was a joke. I still think we need bones. You kind of ruined that, Demetrius. Well, <laughs> we don't know about the bones. We don't know about the bones. We come up out of the entrance. Yeah, they won't. Is that where we are now? Yes, you guys, <laughs> you're you are able to come out of the out of the crypt. That that um, was the entrance. We sense that we are being pursued. Yeah, you do hear some noises coming from deeper in in the in the tunnels that you just guys left. It's actually, if you had been passing through and you had not known what had happened underground you would have been very surprised to hear like what sounds like a large crowd okay you know so it's there would be loud enough to draw attention yeah is Adrian with us yes and he seems really kind of overwhelmed oh. by this whole crowd thing going on because he, he kind of avoids people in general so Adrian <laughs> is there another entrance to this place mm-hmm. yeah is there another way down? And another way down? Uh, is this the only way in? There are more ways that I have heard of. But not that you know. There is way from Aldrich's. Grayson, like, he usually you see his head like pop up. He's like, there's a way in from Aldrich's? Yeah. Okay, that means there's a way into Aldrich's from the catacombs. Bypassing the barrier? I don't know. Remember that. We need to stabilize her. If we want information out of her, yes. like was the original plan, Demetrius, we need to stabilize her. I agree. Does anyone have a bandage yeah. they can wrap around her throat? I don't think any of you really have any kind of medicine skills. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. I, I'd probably be the closest yeah. one to have anything. and I don't have any specific skill, but I guess my wit, a wit check. Okay. And as he's doing that, Grayson's going to turn to Adrian and and say, uh, do you know anywhere where we can go to get her stabilized? It's still within an hour, too. Uh Uh-huh. So we're still blessed. 24. 
And what is this roll for again? It's it's a uh first aid. First aid works so wonky. Let me look that up those rules real quick. I'm assuming it was a wit check. That's what I rolled. Yeah, yeah I would have to do wit. Characters with medicine skill can attempt to help others heal more quickly. The skill check may be made once per day for each patient treated. On a successful roll, the patient heals one wound level. Uh, so you don't have medicine. So I'll let you. I'll let that check. That's what I'm saying. It's not yeah. medicine. Yeah. State. It's to, I mean, but he was a soldier too, so he probably <laughs> right. would know how to handle a wound. So you know that you, you're going to have to hold her like, wound shut. Yeah, the best thing to do for a wound like it is to to hold it close. I once heard a, a, like a doctor say that in a like a gunshot situation, the best thing that you can do to stop the blood is to shove your fist into it. <laughs> you know, because you're you're stopping the blood from coming out. I'm sorry. I was just thinking like. Hmm, best way to stop wound from bleeding? Tourniquet. Let's put a tourniquet around her neck. That's not how this works. <laughs> Medics in the army use tampons. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she would actually need medical attention. Well, yes. Yeah. But all what I'm doing now is first aid. Yes. You're able to stabilize her with first aid. It doesn't look like she's going to bleed out in the <clears throat> next half hour or so as yeah. you, you guys are looking for actual medical attention. And Grayson had asked Adrian if he knows any place that can assist in... Or stabilization. Wouldn't Palace know? Yes. Don't know that we want to take her to the Palace at this point. A place that you trust. Because uh, we don't necessarily trust the Palace right now. I, I know very little aside from where we've been oh, already. There's a doctor that way? Leech, maybe? And he's pointing. Uh, the frozen section. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, he's pointing out out from the theater district, more towards the the center of the city. And he goes, maybe a few streets away? Don't know. Demetrius also knows uh, that underground apothecary that we used the last time. Yeah. So I don't know where that is in reference to where we are now. Uh, go ahead and go ahead and roll wit for me. Me or Demetrius? Demetrius. Demetrius. Questions? Do I want to save? Yeah. I'm rolling. <laughs> I just stabbed her in the throat. Twice. Ah Yeah, you're 14. Very nice. Very my 14. Because I only rolled a 5 and 4 dice. So, 23, 25. So you know where the pocket there is. How, how far away do you think it is? That's right here. <laughs> <laughs> um, Big flashing sign. Apothecary. <laughs> well, okay, we're in the theater district. That's correct. I would have assumed that it would be close to Demetrius, Demetrius's shop, which it's was sort of blocks. in the middle of city, right? Yeah. Is that what we said? Yeah, the south side middle. In the theater district, we said, was on the way to the north side. You could get about, there in time, yeah. About 20 minutes. 20 minutes walk. But we didn't... That far? Okay, because I'm thinking back to the first time we uh-huh. had to travel through the city. That was from Seven Stars. Where I have yeah, no idea where Seven Stars, seven stars is. Was on the far end. We're think. Remember, this is this is kind of. We need a map. Yes, we <laughs> need a map. But as for right now, we are using Star Wars travel time. Oh no! <laughs> no no no! Which, Don't okay. say that. Which Star Wars travel time? <laughs> so, so like, awakens travel time. Okay. Yes. Yeah, where everything just seems to be right next door to yes. each other. Mm-hmm. Where does apothecary shop come from? <laughs> We'll say that it's about ten minutes away. Easy enough to get to. Yeah. Um, that sounds all right. And but you got to be careful because 
you, you can't jostle her or anything right. like that. So first off, who wants to carry her? That's obviously um, not Grayson. Okay, not not de- we're in the theater district. We just came out of a cemetery, correct? Correct. Carrying a body. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> that was for sale. What is the closest theater? Well, yeah, weren't we just in the basement of a theater? Aren't we staying in well, the basement? Well, yeah, you're staying in the basement of the Windsinger. How close is the Windsinger? Not that far away. I'm thinking make a leader. A so, litter? Yeah. Oh, that would work. Dress her up and do Weekend at Bernie's. That works too. <laughs> I'm game. Do I have that spell, Animate Dead? <laughs> I mean, or it just looks like we're I'm just saying, somebody it, it, who it, needs speak, medical attention. It would keep her more stable if we had her on a litter instead of yeah. over your shoulder. You know? Yeah. And it doesn't take long to build one. A couple long staffs and some clothes. Yeah, and like a couple jackets. That's why I asked where, where the closest what the closest theater was because if it was yeah, know. I mean it's it's apparent the Winsinger, if I remember correctly, is just down the street yeah. from okay. The, the okay. So we, yeah, we can easily get the supplies there to build litter in. Okay, so you you go you rush over there you grab some some poles you grab some cloths and you, you make a quick litter. Um, who wants to carry the ends of it? I can carry one in. Yeah. I would say it would, it would have to be Benedict and yours. Yeah. Okay, uh, both the way of she you, doesn't get dropped. Yeah, both of you go ahead on purpose or by oh, lack of strength. Yes. <laughs> yes. Go ahead and roll. Go ahead and roll might uh, to see how how well you can hold on to this. Wow. <laughs> no, we're still blessed. 10, 11, 12, 14. 17. Okay, so you're you're able to carry it, but you also have to all, be careful about jostling her off. So you yeah. want to be very, you want to go ahead and roll agility now. 17. 15. Okay, so you're able to carry her without dropping her and also without her jostling off to the apothecary. If I remember correctly... We had established outside of game that Demetrius and Grayson had used this apothecary before. Yeah, we're the only two. <laughs> yeah. 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 So, Ooh. go ahead and enlighten us a little bit more. I can't remember what you're talking about. Well, we used them before. Yes, but that was before spending time with the... That was before we are now court. around the miscourt. Yes. Yeah. As Adrian is standing right next to us. So, well, they have to roll a, uh, a wit check to see if they remember you. Okay. I imagine the apothecary is relatively witty. I imagine so. I hope. So you get to the door. Not more so than politicians. <laughs> and, okay, so here's what we'll say. The front looks like a tailor shop. And you have to go in. I believe it was, since I've listened to these as I edited them. Yeah. It was a, it was a cobbler shop named the Schumanns. The Schumanns? <laughs> I should never let you guys name anything. <laughs> It was Jeff that named it and Johnny that said it was the cobbler shop immediately afterwards. <laughs> and the party all dies when... <laughs> okay. Okay, fine. I won't kill you all. Just Jeff. Let's go ahead and take a break and then we'll, we'll determine what we're doing after this. Rashomon. A land where spirits roam and witches rule. Three women are embroiled in a divine plot, and it is up to them to uncover why. Join the adventures of the Broadswords at thebroadswords.com. We are back 
So you have come to Schumann's Cobbler Shop, <laughs> where I wish they sold cobblers rather than shoes. <laughs> you all go in, and you have an obviously hurt person there, and you see people kind of passers-by on the street looking at you all like, why are you taking her into a shoe shop? You know, and have glue. <laughs> the woman behind the counter does not remember you guys, obviously. And she's like, does she need shoes? She needs a repair. Okay. Um. Well, what size shoe does she wear? Let's see if we have a loaner set that we can get her. Uh, I believe, and Grayson speaks up and says, I believe you do have this item in your back room. Demetrius, hey, the lady. That's another coin. She grabs it in midair. It's a gold piece. She raises her eyebrows and looks at it and sets it on the counter. I'm afraid our back room is reserved for those who know the, the special password. Charm. Okay. What's charm resisted with? Uh, it's perks. Not. It's target number 15. Okay. Oh, no. <laughs> 13, 14, 15, 16. That bless is gonna last all day. <laughs> well, we're still within like we're yeah, no, close, no, I agree. We're getting closer we're to the end, end of the almost to the end of it. We're gonna actually say that's the end of the bless. <laughs> Alright, so that gives me a uh plus four D to charm. Okay. Alright, so now I'm gonna try and do Did I say one persuasion. <laughs> okay. Oh my gosh! Ones, really. It's 18 plus 4. She still is 22. She rolled an 11. So. Plus 1 is 23. So you succeed unequivocally. Unequivocally. So what was are that? we doing that again? Are we doing the new rules again? Suppose rules? Because that's two levels up. Because you get yes, 11 and then a 23. Yes, it goes is. from difficult to very difficult. Hero point, ching yeah. ching. So the, because this is the first time that is being introduced in play, we're trying out a new variation to the rule set that I came up with. Basically, what happens if you're two levels below, you fail uh, on your roll. If you're one level below, you can succeed if you want to with a cost. Um, if you want to succeed without a cost, then you can do so by spending a, a hero point to get yourself up. If you hit this, the target number exactly or within the same range above, then you succeed. If you're two levels above that, then that means that you succeed and you get a hero point on top of it. So that's just a quick, very loose definition of the rule. So she, uh, Grayson, leans in and briefly gives the details of their last visit. Okay. And including what she was wearing. Ooh. Like uh, she had like a, a brooch or a pin. Okay. On, so he's describing, and it's like, and I see you've, Replace the, the gold pin that you had and now have a silver one. And so she opens up the access to the back of the counter and says, all right, well, come on in. And so you all go in and it's a very dark room. It's got like a small fireplace over in the corner, but it's got a lot of herbs hanging from the ceiling. Very much a kind of medicinal smell. Yeah. yeah, it's a Miracle Max kind of hut. There's a cot over to the side that, you know, people can lay on. And she points you, points you to that. And she's like, only mostly dead. the apothecary will be with you in just a minute. 
And so you put her down, and who's been holding her wound? Oh, uh, that was part of the first aid. I tied it. So. Okay. Loosely. Yeah, yeah not cutting <laughs> off circulation or breath. Not as tight as Demetrius wanted it tied. No, but enough to keep it from oozing everywhere. Okay. All right, so the doctor comes in, and, and you explain the situation. He's like, okay, well, we've got to sew the wound shut. So he pulls out this really long needle and some horse hair. He's like, I'm. Go- she's going to struggle. I'll need some of you to help me hold her down. Even though she's unconscious now? Once she gets stabbed, she's going to wake up. Okay. With um, uh, his sleep spell, keep her asleep. Ooh, yeah. How long does that does that work? Cause she, I did cast sleep on her. Yeah. Yeah, one hour. Okay. So we're so nearing the end, near the end, end of it. Yeah. It was, you... it was it was a few minutes after the initial bless. Yeah. So I'll let you cast it again to try to keep her under while they they right. stitch this up. I, I say I say we'll hold her, but I still would recommend it. <laughs> I'll I'll be ready to. Okay. Since we don't officially know, he yeah, had yeah. done it. Beatrice is going to go stand over by the fire. Okay. <laughs> Benedict's going to go hold her shoulders. Okay. Let's go ahead and make a medicine roll. This is an apothecary, so I'm giving them three dice. They reasonably know what they're doing. Usually. Um, I'm going to go ahead and say that the difficulty is 14, though. With three? Yeah. <laughs> That's is there like... a medic um, character or? No, there isn't. That's There's no the medic? There's, There's no, no doctor? There's got to be. I was just looking. A medic or huh, doctor. That's in there. surprising. There is one actually in the prediction set. Let's see, what uh, the, let's see what the medicine skill is. You know. Yeah, 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 yeah. You might be right because I think I recall that we used the basic scientist for mm. the medical people in yeah. Terra Proximus. City slicker doc, six um, D in medicine, but he's not a full doctor. He's yeah. just a, an apothecary. So, That's why I said three. Three or four would be right. And this, Three this, seems kind of like, <laughs> honestly. With a target number 14, that's... Well, no. just, the target, target number 14 yeah. sounds right. Yeah. Just yeah, for yeah. What, what the wound is. Yeah. Yeah, I'm trying I'm trying to make gauge everything in terms of what it actually should be. Yeah. An apothecary with more than three dice probably has some kind of backstory that we can't... Well, yeah. they also yeah. probably wouldn't be a back room. Yeah. Good, correct. Correct. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I buy it. Uh, they did not make it. It's roll of ten. Surprise, surprise. Um, and so as they're as they're they're working on it, she comes to and she starts actually shaking, like she's going in seizure into a seizure from blood loss. But she's awake. You see her eyes open. You're holding her shoulders. Uh huh. So you see her eyes open. They look directly into yours, and then they roll back up into her head. She's awake, but she's not necessarily conscious. Yeah. And she and she starts. Just, Darn. Darn. And she starts <laughs> I was gonna start interrogating her right then and there. <laughs> I had to complicate it somehow. Yeah, I know you role. did. And so she starts going <laughs> like making this growling noise, like moaning. Is, is Adrian with us? Yes. Is he paying attention to what's going on? Eh? <laughs> That's a good question. Because um, I, I think he's probably standing. He doesn't know what's really happening. He's never seen a human doctor work before. Yeah. A fairy doctor would just cast a, a spell on it. Yes, but that doesn't. You know. Yeah. I don't know his character well enough to know if he's like 
be actively paying attention to say, wow, this is really fascinating, or just like... He, he is paying attention, but he's standing over by Demetrius at the fire. And he, he's having a hard time figuring out if he should pay more attention to her or the fire. Adrian, is there anything you can do? Eh? Can you help us calm her body? Isn't he? He's helping to heal her body. Can you help us calm her body? Uh, mm, I might be able to cast a spell. What kind of spell? Let's try it. <laughs> okay. Um, he has petrified. Oh! <laughs> I figured it out. I'm like, just did <laughs> what does that actually do? Because oh there's there could be many levels of that that <laughs> turns one creature into a statue. You asked him to call her body, so that's exactly what he's about to do. <laughs> this is amazing. Thank you. <laughs> Sixty. Ah, uh, remember. It's twenty-five plus resist roll. And resists what I would assume. She's a two die human, so her resist would be. We'll just say she is. She's got two dice across the board, mm-hmm. and all four major attributes. Not worry about anything else. She was magical she, though. Yeah, she was. Yeah, because I did sense magic aura. Yeah. Let me take a look here. It's twenty five plus resist. Roll, yeah, so, so it's it's, 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 it's it's tough. But yeah. she's also knocked out. Like right. She, so, yeah, so I don't know. If she it's, would it's be a able to resist. Right. If it's a might roll, if it's a might resist, then... Yeah, it's a might resist. It is? Yeah. Because you're physically changing the body into a statue. See, and that's why... Oh, okay, I was... Does it say that? Oh, yes. resist yeah. might. Okay, yeah. So, her, yes. her might... It's not just, oh, still them, it's to make them yeah. a statue. So, her might is actually at 2D. So, I was, I was actually right on the money with that. Her thing is 2D plus 25? Yeah. Okay, so... Um, she rolled a five, so that's a thirty. Heroic. Yeah, I almost want it to happen. I, I do too. Yeah, I know Demetrius does. That's not a thirty. Ten. Thank goodness. Fifteen plus eight is twenty-three. So a pretty good roll. Yeah. So Adrian like comes over and like puts his hand over her forehead, and you can just see like. Tears of blood actually start coming out of her eyes because she's, she's hemorrhaging. Yeah, and she's also resisting the the magic, just kind of natural. Yeah. Actually, you know what? She should have been down because she was for the, her dice. It would have been twenty five anyway. Yes. Yeah, so. no. Can I spend hero points? Because we've never I don't really know that done NPCs that. NPCs have character uh, hero no. points. No, we've said that NPCs before cannot spend character points. You cannot spend hero points or character points on NPC actions. Yeah, we did say that. We cannot spend it. Right. It depends on the, the story. Like the, it depends yeah. on how nasty Jordan wants to be to us. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, technically, I could unpetrify her if I rolled well enough. Yeah, because you can dispel it later. It doesn't say anything about the player, the GM yeah. not. I, my biggest influence on this has kind of been fate in that regard, and fate does allow the, the GM to spend one per character in a scene. I would say no, because you don't have any uh, retribution dice right now. Yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> if you no have retribution dice, yeah. then I would say, yeah, you could spend that, because it's at your will. Right, right, right. Okay, yeah. that That's fair. Uh, yeah, I like that idea. He's the boss. Whatever he says goes. But <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 it just seems fair to me, you know. No, like, no, 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 no. no. It, yeah, I agree. It, it totally makes sense. So what we'll say is that she's hemorrhaging. The blood is like, yeah. you know, starting to come out, like 
tears of blood are coming out of her eyes. Is her body still seizing? Yes. The moans turn from kind of a growling noise. It turns into, like, actual speech. In a language we know? Yeah. What's she saying? I mean, like... I don't really care what she's saying. I'm going to use ESP. Okay. Which is 15 plus resist. So... That's a whip. That's, yeah. Uh, but she's also incapacitated, so it's minus 3D. Yeah. That's a good 31. Johnny. That's a heroic. That's a heroic. That's heroic. What? And that's also What's, three levels well, above. Well, well she can't. Was, she's only got 2D and wit. So, well, yeah. she, so, so you roll one die. One still. Yeah. Two. So 17. So. Yeah. You get a hero point for that. <clears throat> All right, so what is her brain trying to transmit? There is a black cloud of hatred directed towards Adrian Mar in her brain. And she is trying to basically, she doesn't have enough energy in her body to, to try and do something magical. But if she could, she would actually try and um, no. kill him in is some it way. Like a self defense hatred, or is it because he missed court hatred? It's it's a religious hatred. Of, okay. It, it's, so it's miscourt. It's based out of faith, yes. Okay. All right. Hmm. How do I translate this so they understand? <laughs> She's fully committed to the enemy. I don't think we're going to get anything useful out of her. Um, how do you know this? Because the way she wants to kill Adrian, it's out of a religious devotion. Well, yes, we already knew this. No, we knew she, she was devoted, but... The pure hatred. I mean, did you not tell that from her speech? Uh, I knew she... I knew... <laughs> no. There's a difference between hating somebody and being devoted to hating somebody. Mm -hmm. Valid. I mean, she sounded pretty devoted to me. I, I just don't believe that... I mean, we try to save her and try to interrogate her, but I don't think that we're going to get much, if anything. What we heard her saying down in the caves is what we're going to get. I know we want to find out who's sponsoring her. Yeah, we want to find out the, the inner workings. Yes. What's going on? I understand that's behind what, the I, I understand that's our goal, but unless I, I look over at the apothecary and unless he can work miracles right this second, I don't think we're going to get what we're after from her before she dies. Grayson looks at the apothecary and says, "Do you think you can do it?" She's lost so much blood that she's going to need some time to recover anyway. I don't think she would be any in any fit to cogently communicate for at least a few days. Demetrius, how do you feel about all this that's going on? He's been taking this time to sort of cool off a little bit and process everything that's been going on. And he doesn't really care about her, but he understands why everyone else is upset. But he doesn't care that she's almost dead. So you wouldn't have changed it one thing? Nope. Probably would have stabbed her differently. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I got one more thing I want to try. Okay. And this, you're going to have to give me a target number. I'm going to try divination. Okay. Um, I want to see into the future, like the immediate future of this situation with this surgery. Nice. Huh. Nice. I love that spell. The, uh, the immediate future or past normally has a target number of 25, while more distant events has a higher target number. 
For instance, seeing a year into the future may have a target number of 45, while a year into the past is only 35. It's attempting to define about specific objects or people that are not present. The, dif the difficulty goes up by 10 or more depending on closeness of relationship. So we're, we'll go ahead and say 25. Okay. That's fair enough. Oh, no. Uh, no. That was not even close. Not even close. 19. Six away. Uh, here, Ooh. one away. <laughs> and you just got one. <laughs> All right, fantastic. So you succeed. Nice, Johnny. Yeah. I might All need right. to spend that. Some character points. <laughs> <laughs> that That's a nice spell. That is really nice. That's one of that Adrian Warner actually has. So what do you want to do? Now that, right. What do you so, want to find out? About? I want to see if... The surgery is going to be successful at saving her life at all. Even or odd? Ooh. Even. It's the red one. It's the red one? Even. Even. It was even, so it was successful. <laughs> was it a six? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I said even. <laughs> does she survive? She does survive. Okay. All right. She's going to survive the surgery. I don't know when we'll be able to interrogate her, but she will survive the surgery. So I look at the apothecary and said, do your work. Who's going to pay for this? It's taken care of. Demetrius is going to pay for it. In more than <laughs> one way. <laughs> Takes off the coin pouch and throws it at Grayson. You want to get the 15-year-old thief the coin pouch. Okay. <laughs> so I assume the apothecary does his work? Yep, that's correct. So the apothecary uh, goes ahead and starts taking care of uh, the situation he finishes stitching up the wounds. He's like, okay, I, I need you to leave. I, I need space to work. There's, what, five of you down here? I need I need you to clear out of the, the back room here so that I can make the poultices and take care of this patient. All right? She's dangerous. I'll keep an eye on her as best I can. If you want to pay for a guard or two, I'm more than glad to add that to the bill. When can we transport her? Not before next week. She needs time to recover. All of our I'm hoping to have late. this whole thing resolved before a week's time is up. Uh, hopefully, yes. Well, move her in a week, but speak to her much shorter than that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But we can't sit around waiting for her to wake up either. So I'd say we have one of uh, Adrian's compatriots keep an eye on her. Um, preferably one that can do something if she tries something. I, I, I don't know if that's yeah. the case. I don't know, but I mean, at the very least, if they get a message to us, at the very least, the second she wakes up. Maybe we should ask Adrian what he thinks about this. <laughs> Can one of your friends watch over her and let us know when she wakes up? Why? Because we have important questions to ask her. <laughs> yes? I'd send someone. Make sure they understand that the moment she wakes up, we need to know. Grayson walks out of the room and says, I don't like it. That's the best solution I have. Has she stopped seizing? She's calming down. So you all, are, you're going to go ahead and leave the apothecary at this point. Mm -hmm. Oh, Grayson has already left. Yeah. yeah. Well, you've walked out of the, uh, in the front room. Oh, well, I'm here, but I don't check out the shoes now. <laughs> Get me a new pair of boots. You find a very nice pair of boots, but it looks very expensive. And they, uh, Grayson and buys a nice pair of shoes. Can, can, can they emblazon the, uh, the green symbol on them? That shouldn't be too hard. It's just a couple of... I get, get that done. While the city is freezing. I'm not worried about that. All right. Sounds good. 
I think we're going to go ahead and stop there at this point for this episode. It's actually been a pretty loose episode because we've had a lot of things to yeah. figure out on the fly. So it's made for a little bit more entertaining, in my opinion. But anyway, until next time, I hope you have a great week. Thank you for listening to Bone Growers Theater. Our cast is Aaron, Jeff, Jeremy, Johnny, and Jordan. We are releasing this podcast under a Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial No Derivatives 3.0 Unported License. That means that you can share the podcast, but please do not modify it or try to gain financially from it. If you would like to visit our website, you can do so at bonethrowerstheater.com. If you would like to send us an email, you can do so at bonethrowerstheater at gmail.com. Our Twitter handle is at bonethrowerstheater. And also you can look us up on Facebook and Google+. And until next time, may the bones fall ever in your favor. This has been a Nerd Circle podcast production.